Hi, Puppet Podsters. This is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. Of course, I'm Steven. And of course, I'm Lydia. And of course, this is going to be so much fun. And as of, always. And of course. And of course, we're awesome. And of course, we're glad that you're here joining us today. Guess what? Puppet I'm so Monsters. excited. We have some special guests here today. It has been a while. Since oh my goodness. One of it these special been... guests. And I don't think we've ever had the other one as a special guest. Forever for the one. Yeah. And I don't, like I said, I don't think we've ever had the other one special guest for us. I don't think so. And I'm, so, I'm kind of confused why we've never had him on. You know, I don't I know. I think he just is never, confused why he's has, never been on. Because no, this is going to be his thing. I just know it. I don't think it's ever worked out before, and ta-da, it has. We should just introduce them. So, our good friend Uncle Chris is with us today. Welcome back, Uncle Chris. Good to see you guys. Uh, Hi, Puppet Podsters. Yes. Everyone give a round of applause. We can hear you, but... Uncle (laughs) Awesome. We can't hear you, but we know we're feeling the love. Um, And also, he brought our friend Oliver. Is this it? This is when I talk. Yes, you can say yes. Yeah. Hi, how you doing? Hi, Oliver. Hey, d- d- settle down. I am. I'm really calm. Did you hear? I, I was quiet You're the whole very, time. All leading really up to good. now, I was quiet, and now they said to say hi. So I'm saying hi. Hi, the podsters. Oh, okay. I finally made it. This is like the pinnacle <laughs> of everything I've ever done. Well, yeah. I knew this was going to be his no. thing. The highlight for you, I know. Yeah, we is, were glad you're is, here. It is. Uh, Oliver, settle down, okay? So what do you guys have for us today? We're very excited to hear what you are going to share with us. Well, I was glad that you uh, invited Oliver and I. Now, if I know a lot of your puppet podsters know Oliver. Yes. Uh, in case they don't, Oliver, Lucky you want to you. introduce yourself? I'm Oliver! Yeah, we, we know that part. But a little description <laughs> about yourself. I'm awesome! Uh, and something more specific. I'm furry! Yes. Why, yes, are, you, you, why are. are you furry? Why wouldn't I be furry? <laughs> Have you ever seen a bald monkey? See, that's the part I was getting at. You are a monkey. Of course I'm a monkey. Yeah, but, but Oliver, they but can't. But they might not know that. They can't see you. Remember, they can't. Because yeah. this is an audio podcast. Audio. Can't you hear that I'm a monkey? Well, they, no. Just in case someone missed it, I just <laughs> wanted it made clear. Yes, I'm a monkey. Yeah, okay. Yes. Now, the reason we're here today, if I understand He has part, a little hat on, too. Yes, I do. I love your hat. Thank you, thank you. Okay, um... Oliver and I are here because I thought it'd be good to bring him, and I'll tell you why. Why? You never even told me. Well, just a second. <laughs> we like surprises. The other day, Stephen, you were asking me about what a metaphor is. I was. I was so now, confused. Where did you hear that word, metaphor? Um. Well, I heard it from my dad. Okay, your dad was yeah, using he the just word was, metaphor. Yeah, and I was like, what? He's, and I asked so him, and a- he told me, and then I was like, I'm going to also ask Uncle Chris, because I just like to ask multiple people. Okay, all right. I'm sure your just dad gave a good in. answer. Yeah. But since your dad's not here, uh, I will uh, try to explain what a metaphor is. A metaphor uh, is a word that, well, a metaphor describes something, but it does it in a special way. When you have a metaphor, you are using one thing to describe another thing. Like an adjective? Well, kind of, but uh, you're using another object to describe an object. 
I am Ooh. totally lost. That okay, is let, a little confusing. Let Can me you give, give you, us an example? Yes, I'll give you an example. Have you ever heard the phrase, um, uh, my goodness, he's an early bird? Yes. I know some birds. No, no, that's not what I'm saying, Oliver. It's talking about a person. I could say this of uh, of of somebody who gets up early. Why would you say that? Why would you call them a bird? I'm, you know what I'm I call someone who gets bird. up early? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, you like to sleep in? Yes. I, I, on Saturdays, I like to sleep in. Yeah. Yeah. Now, an early bird, that means they get up early. Like, birds tend to get up early. When the sun gets up, they start cheeping or a rooster starts crowing. It's We're true. not saying that the person is an actual bird. We're using <laughs> a description to talk about that person. Boy, they're an early bird. It means that they get up early, like the birds do. How about this one? Um, uh, have you ever heard of a fork in the road? Yes. Yeah. I like, have. Work in the, like, is there a spoon, a spoon like in the road and a, hear, a knife in the road? Yeah. No, 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 I, no, sometimes no. you hear when somebody's given directions, you like that, and then you take a left. That's a fork in the road. Okay. <laughs> that's clear. Thank you. <laughs> it means there's more than one way to go. Just like a fork has tines, which are the pokey parts of the fork, and there's different tines. Right. A fork in the road are two different tines, or maybe three ways to go. So they call it a fork in the road. There's not really utensils in the road. No, Oliver, <laughs> there are no utensils in the I've road. I've seen some cartoons where they actually make fun of that, and they do put a fork actually in the road. <laughs> That's funny. That's making fun of a metaphor. So <laughs> this is a little bit of what, like, a metaphor is. So why am I here? Because I totally had no idea what a metaphor was. Well, Oliver, you're here because... When Stephen said he wanted me to come on and talk about what a metaphor was, and I have some ideas, some things I want to talk about, I remembered that there was that story you said you really liked. What was it called? Oh, that's right! That's right, that's right. It's called The Metaphor of Love. <laughs> the Metaphor of Love? It's a that love sounds, story. Oh, nice. my goodness. What's the matter, Stephen? You don't like a good love story? No! Like a good love story. I like him. Now I've not actually heard this story, but, I'm not but a man. But since it was called the metaphor of love, I figured that probably there was something in there about metaphors. Am I right? I have no idea. I didn't know what a metaphor was, but I'm glad you. Had, I love this story. This is one of the best. Uh, it I, better I, be good, Oliver. Did you, one did you of the bring best, it with you? Yeah, said. I brought the book with me. It's right there. Oh, you. Okay, you're gonna love the story. Can we read it on yeah, the podcast? Yeah, sure. Stephen okay. can just, you know, he can deal. It better be good. I don't want to lose listeners. I think it's great. All right, so, um, okay. Is this where it starts? Yeah, yeah. Wait, you going to read it? Well, sure. I, I, I can. I, I thought I might try here. <clears throat> okay, this is the introduction. Oh, wow. Yes, it's, it's got, got an a great intro. You're going to okay. love this. And Uncle Chris, do it, do it with, with, with emotion and, and with excitement. I'll do my best. Okay. <clears throat> The Metaphor of Love It was a dark and stormy night, and the snow was a white blanket over the... There's one right there! What, what, what do you mean? That's a metaphor! You me. I'm, I'm sorry, that's a metaphor right there. Well, oh, oh yes, blank, it, you're right. One? The snow was a white blanket. Oh, the snow yeah. isn't actually a blanket. Right. Now, that's right. When we say the snow is a blanket, we don't mean it's like an actual blanket. It looks like a blanket. Yeah, because the snow is cold. Blankets no. are warm. That doesn't make sense. No, no I'm just no, saying it, that is proof that it's not, it's a metaphor. Oh, the, because. oh it's proof that it's not an actual blanket. <laughs> right. Yes, okay. I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, okay. 
All right. Uh, can I keep going? Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Okay. The snow was a white blanket over the frozen landscape. The wind howled restlessly through the trees whose branches were bare skeletons. But inside the little cabin... Wait, 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 wait. What? There were skeletons in the trees? This is a scary story. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I no. thought this was going to be a love story. No, no, no. That's <gasps> Maybe another... he saved her from the skeletons. This part always scared me. No, no, no. This, this, that's not, that's another metaphor. The branches were bare skeletons. It doesn't mean there were skeletons in the trees. It means that there were no leaves on the trees. So the branches oh, were like, like, bony like bones. Fingers. Yes, yes. Oh, it's a metaphor. Metaphor. A metaphor. We've got two already right in the intro. <clears throat> The branches were bare skeletons, but inside the little cabin, Pierre and Contessa were oblivious to the weather as they enjoyed a romantic dinner by candlelight. Oh, All right, oh, this, this is the part. This is what part? This is the part that I want to read. You want to read a part? Yeah, I, I, oh, I'm going to the Pierre. Oh, boy. Okay. That'll All be right. fine. And you the Contessa. <laughs> Wait, me? <laughs> Yes, please. How come Lydia can't be Contessa? Cause you're, I don't know this story. You're better at reading. You need to me. be Contessa. I Can you do I a girl voice? I'm not good. No, I don't. What? Yeah, do a girl voice. Yeah, no, do I'm a not girl voice. Do a girl voice. Yeah, come on. What's the matter? You're not man enough to be a girl. I. What? <laughs> I, I can do a girl voice. It's just no. Oh, then do the girl voice. I'll be Pierre. You be Contessa. This is gonna be good. Uh, now, yes, now good. the story's getting good. We know oh, you're very boy. talented, Uncle Chris. You All can right. do this. I'll do my best. All right. Okay, I'm gonna start. Well, I would think so. It says Pierre. Yes. <clears throat> <laughs> my dear, you look beautiful tonight. <laughs> Your eyes are shining sapphires in a pool of diamonds. Did you hear that? That was a metaphor right there. Oh yeah. You yeah. should say metaphor anytime you hear a metaphor. You guys, okay, Steve. Oh, okay, okay, I right. won't distract you. No, just whisper it. Say, metaphor. metaphor. Yeah, I'm going to start over. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, practice. My dear, you look beautiful tonight. Your eyes are shining sapphires <gasps> in, a in a pool of diamonds. Your turn, Uncle Chris. <sighs> Go on, Contessa. Oh, Pierre. <laughs> That's it. Terrible, that's terrible. your girl voice. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm trying. What is, what's wrong with it? Nothing's great. Go ahead. Yep. <clears throat> oh, Pierre, I'm so glad you suggested a candlelight dinner tonight. My teaching job is so stressful. The kids were such monkeys today. <gasps> what? Wait a second. That's not in the script. That's not in the story. Are you, what are you saying about monkeys and kids? Uh, and my classroom uh, was a zoo. Metaphor. Wait a second! Wait, that's a compliment, right? Kids are monkeys. Right. Just, just read your. Sure. Just read your yep. line. Ah, okay. Ah. Why don't you quit and work alongside me in the restaurant, Contessa? Your love of cooking is almost as strong as my own. We are two thieves in a pod. Metaphor. <gasps> oh, Pierre, I couldn't. Your suggestion is music to my ears. Metaphor. But to leave teaching? I don't know. You're just chicken, oh, Contessa. Metaphor. metaphor. That's right, I'm not a real... I mean, she's not a real chicken. She's not a chicken, okay. You're just chicken, Contessa. It's not like I'm asking you to just quit and become a couch potato. Metaphor. Speaking of which, pass me some more potatoes. 
You have a heart of stone, Pierre. Metaphor. And here are your potatoes. Have all you want. They're too dry. Your potatoes are sawdust. (gasps) Your words are knives, Contessa. But try the potatoes with gravy. Gravy is the key. That's a metaphor, too? Yeah, I guess that would be a metaphor. It's not really a key. No, I couldn't eat another bite. It would ruin my beautiful figure. (laughs) You're such a strutting peacock, Contessa. You should be more like me. More like you, Pierre? Your stomach is a bottomless pit. I I burn it all off. My metabolism is a race car. You're a pig, Pierre. You gotta get out. That's not in the script, Uncle Chris. But you are a pig, Pierre. Uh, Just a second. How come you gotta get all personal about it? Uh, Just stick to the script. Uh, Please, Contessa, let's not quarrel. Life is not always a bowl of cherries. Ooh, I like cherries. Uh, metaphor. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Pierre. Your words are a riddle. Metaphor. I simply mean that time is money. Metaphor. And we've yeah. wasted enough of it. You're a mystery, Pierre. And uh, you... Does that count? Yeah, I guess so. Because he kind of is. And you are the sunshine of my life, Contessa. Let's have dessert. My lemon meringue is a fluffy cloud. Metaphor. No, Pierre. See? The moon is a white balloon in the sky. Metaphor. And I'm no night owl. Metaphor, yeah. Contessa, don't go. I must. Let me drive you home. No, my car is a disaster area. Metaphor. And besides, you're such a road hog. There you go again. That's not in the script. I don't even have a driver's license. How can you gotta make it personal all the time, Uncle Chris? I'm just trying to add a couple metaphors. What's the second swine? Very well. Have it your way, Contessa. Good night. Good night. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Is that a metaphor? I think that would qualify as a metaphor. Of course, it's a metaphor. Parting is not really sorrow. It's or sweet. It's not sweet, like tasty. That's a metaphor. Yeah, I guess guess it is. So yeah. So yeah, look, that was all full of them. That was full. There were over. There were over twenty different metaphors in there. I think. Wow, there was a lot. lot. I love that story. Well named. You know, if you think about it, I know you guys read your Bible every day. Yes, or you well, tried uh-huh. to read it every yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Can you think of any times when Jesus used metaphors? And I'll, I'll help you out. Uh-huh. There are some times where he used metaphors to describe himself. He said, I am, <gasps> and I then he used a metaphor. Yeah, um, I am. He said, I am the door. That's right. He said, I am the door right. of the sheep. Like, no, of course not, Oliver. Jesus is not a door, but he is a door. It's a metaphor because if you want to become a part of God's forever family, if you want to become one of his sheep, to become one that he takes care of, you've got to go through him to get into the sheepfold. Into his he is the door. You know, sometimes shepherds back in the day where Jesus was here on earth, they would actually sit 
right in the doorway to the sheepfold. Why? So no bad things would happen? If anything was going to get in, it would have to step right on over the shepherd. It'd have to really go through the shepherd. The shepherd acted like a door. And Jesus said, I'm the door of the sheep. And he said that in uh, John chapter 10. Oh, I know. I'm the light of the world. Oh, that's a good one. Not like a flashlight. No, no, no. Or a candle. Nope, nope. But he, what does a light do? Uh, it makes it, things bright. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, it helps you see. Yeah, when do you need one? When it's dark. Yeah, and Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He said that in John chapter 8. He said, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Like Rudolph, his nose lights up. No, no, no. That, see, that's literal. <laughs> This is a metaphor. Jesus the is light saying... Of, what's the light of life? To see the way see the truth. to heaven. To see the difference between the darkness of sin in the world and everlasting life forever with Jesus in heaven. I just found another verse, and I think it should be our verse of the day. Oh! Because it has a metaphor in it. Mm. What one? Uh, John six fifty one. Mm. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. Wait a minute. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Wait a minute. What? Hold it. Bread from heaven? Like, look out, falling nickel. Look out, <laughs> it's rise from the sky. No. Rise from the sky. Think metaphor, No, metaphor. Like, um. Jesus came from heaven. And why is he, did he say his, his skin was red? Sort of. He said, read that part again, Stephen. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Jesus was telling his disciples about him, his plan to die for the sins of the world. And when, when he did that, it made a way for people to live forever. If you want your body to live, what do you have to do? You have to eat. You got to eat something. Do you like bread? I, I love, love I love it. Yeah. I do too. I do. You know what I like Especially to put on my fresh, bread? Especially fresh homemade I bread. I like to make a sandwich. Yeah, a sandwich is good. I like to put bananas on it. Yeah, but oh, of course you do. You're a monkey. Yes, bananas. bananas and mango and mm. then a slice of salami. Okay, you lost me there. That's a weird combination. Uh, what kind of bread? But don't, I'm going to try it. Don't knock it till you try it. Look, I want to try I'm it. I want to try it too. Do you toast the bread? Uh, sometimes. Yes, I do. Sometimes. Sometimes. That sounds yummy, yeah. actually. So, when you're hungry, you need to feed your body. You can do that right. with bread. And Jesus is saying, if you want to live forever, the real you on the inside, the spirit, your soul, if you want that to live forever, you need spiritual food. And Jesus said, I'm it. I am oh, that spiritual right. food. If you want to live forever, you need me. You need that makes what sense. I did on the cross when I paid for sin. And Jesus, when he did that, when he died on the cross, he paid the penalty for sin so that we could be forgiven of all of our sin. And then when he rose from the dead, it meant that he beat death too. So Jesus can give two gifts, forgiveness for sin and everlasting life forever in heaven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, that makes sense. There, there's a little description, the Stephen, using the Bible, and a really great love story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> about silly story. metaphors. So that helps a lot. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it helped some puppet podsters too. Cool. And I'm glad I got to be in the podcast. Yeah, we're glad you could come. What Thanks episode is this? I want to listen coming. to myself. This is episode two hundred and fifty-six. Whoa, two fifty-six. Yeah. 
256. Can I, can I say something? You what? Oh, sure. I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I say well, something to you, Albert? Albert, thank you. <laughs> Albert, can I say something to you? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to hear some jokes? Do, the mo- yes. do monkeys like bananas and mango with salami on two pieces of bread? Yes. Well, we've heard they do. <laughs> then yes, I want to hear some jokes. All right. Uh, can I, can I, can I, uh... No, you have, no, you, 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 you stay. No, you gotta stay. This is part of it. If you want to be on the podcast, you have to hear the jokes. All right, all right. <laughs> Here we go. I love a good joke to give the funny bone a poke. Be it that Max or Riddles or Grown-Ups or Kittles. I love a good joke. I can't believe I'm here for this line. May I start? Yes. Okay, what is on the ground and also a hundred feet in the air? Oh, this sounds like a riddle. Uh, uh, uh-huh. I don't know what. A centipede on its back. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Be it knock-knocks or riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. All right, Albert, do another, if you... Do another. you this one too. <laughs> what goes 99 thump, 99 thump, 99 thump? I have no idea. A centipede with a wooden leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, great. That Up, Uncle Chris, insensitive. <laughs> like there's, like there's wooden leg centipedes listening right now. There could be. You there might know. be. They're probably pirates. <laughs> pirates and pirates. Pirate centipedes. Yes, pirate centipedes with wooden legs. I'm sure there's a whole <laughs> big a slice of, of a listening. pie that's doing that. They do, yeah. yeah I think you just used and the metaphor. All. Oh. oh. I'm getting good at this. <laughs> you can put that in like in a in a story too. A love story. Yeah. Uh, all right, Albert, I think it's time to take you home. Wait, not yet. I want to hear the ending. I all want right. to assure all the puppet podsters you cannot see what is going on right now. You can only hear. And Uncle Chris is good at pretending, but he had a smile on his face. He did. I he saw it. it was a little sad. Had a joke smirk. He did. And um, so I just want. And now he wants to, to leave because I want to assure he, you all that he wants to. Because we told them. Deny it. <laughs> but hey, speaking of seeing, if if, yes. you, if you've never met Stephen and Lydia in person, or if we you have and you want to see you. them again, or if you if you haven't met me, or you if see you haven't jokes, met Merc. Oliver, yeah, me too, then there is a way you can do that. Tell them how. Is he coming with us this summer? I, I was thinking I was, go- what, can't I come? Of course. What's the What, I you're going to leave me out? No. Uh, I, no we just had to double on check if you had something else. Fun. I was something confirming else. your travel plans. Yeah. Well, what else am I going to be doing? We I didn't know, know if you were We busy. don't know what monkeys do in their spare time. They go with Stephen and Lydia and Uncle Chris and they everybody else with God's helping hands. That's what they do. Don't leave me out. I all right, all right. Le- oh, you're so sensitive. Lighten up. <laughs> we love you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't even know what you were saying. Oh. Oh, 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 our schedule? The website. The website. The website. org has our schedule. Where we're going to be this summer. You can come see us. Yes. Start making your travel plans. 
And if you have any questions about where we might be about the schedule or anything else, you can email Maybe us. you have a centipede joke you want to share with us. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm thinking those are pretty funny. We should tell Maybe more Maybe we of those. offended your centipede with a wooden leg pet. <laughs> We're very sorry. You can email us at StephenLydiaSing at Yahoo.com. Or tweet us at Stephen Lydia. Just say, hey, at Stephen Lydia. That is all the rage. What, what, tweeting? Tweeting? It is. Do you have Do you, do you have, have Twitter? Twitter? I, I can't give out that information. Okay. Well, then they can't tweet you. That's a no. No, they, they, no, no, no. But they can tweet you. Yes, they can. And, and if they want to say hi to me, they can tweet. Sure. Hi, Oliver. Tweet and us. I follow you, so so then I'll see you. Then you'll see it. All right. Hey, Oliver. Through us. Yes. That's about it, then. Yep. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands.